2: Hello, my name is Charles Barkley. And I feel great about being Colonel O'Brien's friend.
3: Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Never, we are
0: gonna be friends. Hello and welcome to Colonel Brian needs a friend search continues many guests have said yes I'm your friend now then I'm told to stop emailing them uh, anyway I'm loving it I'm loving this podcast it's so much fun and adding to all the excitement of course my trusty assistant Sona Movsesian am I saying it correctly?
1: Yes, you know you are. But also, you talked to, by yourself for a really long time before you introduced me.
0: I know. What's wrong with that?
1: I don't know. It was just really funny. You're like, what? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes they call me. Sometimes they don't. I don't know. Oh, I, you
0: want? You thought I should get to you faster?
1: I I don't know. It was just kind of funny. You are just were sort of like going on. It, it's surprising because you talk to yourself a lot. And I didn't think you would do it on the podcast, but you did.
0: So... You're telling people now that I talk to myself a lot. Why don't you describe what that's like? People want to know the real me. Tell them.
1: You will be in your office and you'll be like, you stupid. You don't know what you're doing. And you'll like be doodling and stuff. And it's, and I'll go in there thinking you're talking to someone and there's nobody in there.
0: This is absolutely true. And you know what's crazy? Who am I talking to when I say you're stupid, you don't know what you're doing?
1: Yourself.
0: Yes. I am directing that at myself. Yeah. I have a very harsh punitive voice. Yes. directed at me all the time. Yes. And everybody hears it and they hear me say all the time, "Yeah, really funny, <laughs> asshole, great job." <laughs> And then they come rushing in, who are you yelling at? It's me alone. Yeah. Often like eating an ice cream. Yes. Ha- in, in an otherwise happy situation. You're
1: not angry. There's nothing that happened.
0: Holding a red balloon, wearing child shorts. What? Uh, everything's,
1: <laughs> everything's
0: hunky-dory. And then suddenly I'm yelling at myself. It's yes. nice
3: to know that even you have to deal with you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I I
0: forgot to mention our uh, producer, uh, the younger irritating brother I never had, Matt Gourley. Matt, you are a, a solution that stings and burns, but it's for the good. you heal. I don't even the, know what
3: to say to this. You, I'm, like, it's,
0: I'm saying that's good that you are a. You get the wound clean, uh, the scab goes away, but it hurts.
3: I, when am I allowed to just say fuck
0: you? Wait, what, why? Fuck you! You're saving people's <laughs> lives. You're preventing disease. Why do you think? Why do you think that that's an insult? You are oh a life-saving God. solvent.
3: Uh, What's wrong with that? Uh, All, the only comfort I take is that maybe late at night in that office by yourself you're giving it to yourself a little harder that sounds dirty yeah, I know well, it does
0: <laughs> I gave it to myself really hard last night man
3: and you do that I, and dirty talk and yourself what? and put yourself down it's I all really like went to town on myself
0: <laughs> you I'm sexy a sexy little dipshit I hate you yes <laughs> I hate you you sexy oh. little no it's uh, very uh, S&M oh. it's uh, very I'm very much into the humiliation uh, but let's get back to you. Okay. I don't see why you're complaining. I said that you are <sighs> Pretty a smelly much, wound. <laughs> no, you didn't hear me. The irritating solvent that cleans oh, out the, the wound. the Yes. Yeah. What's wow. wrong with that? Sona, you got that.
1: I did get I it. I
0: did not call you the wound. You, you it did.
1: It? I usually stick up for you, but that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: are you the wound and I'm the back team to you, the wound? Oh, no. No, I'm you're
0: fine.
1: You're the
3: knife. Uh, oh, God, no. You're I'm just the, the
1: solution. Yeah, you're the well, solution. This has
3: to be a, a universal metaphor. I, I can't exist alone in a vacuum. Here.
0: I am the visiting surgeon who's, oh God. Watching, oh. Oh God. who's watching Sona, the nurse, apply the solvent Why on the Why can't a festering I be the wound? doctor? Yeah, you're the doctor. You yeah, can be thank the d- you, yeah. Sona. Please,
1: what?
0: <laughs> Jesus, there are no women doctors. Oh, no, and I'm pretty sure we're not going to get any comments about that. Oh, no, no. Look in the phone book. That's right. I said uh. phone book. <laughs> because I've been listening to a lot of Joe Biden speeches. <laughs> Look in the phone book or listen to a phonograph and you find, good luck finding one woman doctor in the United States. Okay. Good luck to you. I
1: think you have a lot of female doctors. that I do, like, actually. You're a dermatologist. Oh, my dermatologist, her, Dr. And, yeah.
0: Dr. Soriano, I'll say yeah. her name. She's a, ter- I'm, I'm allowed to say people's names, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's How a terrific- long
3: are those sessions? What's that? <laughs> well, she. You must walk in and she's like, clear my schedule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I would think that a dermatologist would need a lot of time with me because I have so many freckles it would take forever to discern (laughs) hey wait a minute is that she looks at me very briefly because I think this is um, not a pleasing sight. <laughs> no, to her, you're one giant mole. <laughs> she looks at me really quickly and goes, you're fine. Uh, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that Dr. Soriano is not giving me the full. <laughs> you're too much to handle. She's like, I, I think, can't possibly. Well, I He's take overwhelmed. Off, I open up the little, you know, the, the, the what is it called? The robe? The, 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 ro- the gown. The I gown. I open up the gown and just bright, white light shoots out from my skin. Yeah. And uh, she's usually wearing welder's goggles. (laughs) And uh, it's just a farce, the whole thing's a farce. I worry that she looks at me very briefly.
3: You're saying that you go in and this begins with you opening, you did a little miming flasher thing of you opening your gown. First of all, my, my knowledge of those gowns, they open from the back. No, no, no. You put it on backwards. No, no.
0: I like to put mine on backwards so it opens in the front. And you flash her. No. And I do this to male and female doctors. I say, they come into the room and I say, behold. (laughs) (laughs) It's just to try and make it a little dramatic. Uh, But yeah, I get a very quick once over the dermatologist's office. But we went far astray. I was trying to compliment you and saying, you do a very good job, Matt. Yes, irritating when applied, stinging, a bit of an ammonia odor, but- You do solve the problems, three you get this insults,
3: done. one compliment. Do you understand this? So there's a net loss. You're looking <laughs> for trouble where there
0: isn't trouble. I'm trying to be nice to you.
1: You're trying. I am. This is as close as you're going to get. Really? No, yes. you're not going to get a better ratio than that. enjoy it. Just enjoy okay. it. Appreciate it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy
0: it. You are- I'm still learning the ropes. A healing balm, you know? Period. Full stop. Okay, sure. I guess you're in charge of me, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yes, healing bomb. Here we go. Yeah, that's it, okay. fine, wow. it's good. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: if you over-apply ah! it. If you over-apply, if you over-apply the bomb, uh, there are risks risks of uh, irritation. A little of this bomb goes a long way. Is that fair? Yes. A little, what do you mean, yes? A little of... A little what do gor- you mean? Listen, a little gorely <laughs> cream, cream goes a long way. And uh, it has not been approved.
3: FDA. <laughs> it's not FDA approved. <laughs> well, I can take this I'm from sorry. Him, but I, I can't know. take it Well, because I was going, going literally.
1: I said, yeah, a little bit of bomb goes a long way. But yeah. I'm sorry. If I, I, I was also you, checking Sona, my I, phone.
3: I, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like I can't do this without you. All
0: right.
1: I know. Same.
3: Okay. Um, okay. I love you guys, man.
1: Oh, you, man. come on. Yeah. That wasn't that. even me. No, I lean in and do <laughs> yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I have a guy here who just can lean <laughs> in. And, and
3: a stunt emotion. You know what I
0: should, I should have someone who come in and do, a, it's a stunt double for emotions. Yeah, you have an yeah. emotional stunt So he's double. right next to me and his yeah. name's Chad. And he just, well, what was the name of Brad uh, Pitt's <laughs> stunt Oh, man. Cliff. Uh, Cliff. Yeah, Cliff. I Cliff love, Booth. God. Cliff Booth. I have a Cliff Booth, but he just does emotions. Yeah. Cliff, get in here. I'm having some trouble. <laughs> I love you guys and I respect your work. Uh-huh. Thanks, Cliff. Uh, He's we legally go-
1: mandated. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. We, um, we have to, we cannot waste time today. No. We it's have, too late. And we haven't. And we haven't. We've talked about crucial issues. <laughs> My guest today was named one of the 50 greatest players in NBA history. I just missed the cut. I was 53. Uh, he's a host <laughs> of Inside the NBA, alongside Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson, and Shaquille O'Neal. We are very excited. He's here today. Very funny, always compelling, interesting, uh, and just uh, beloved. Basketball legend,
2: Charles Barkley. I have bumped into you at our hotel. Nobody gets free pub. I just say our hotel. There's a hotel. <laughs> yeah, no, there's it's a hotel, hotel. and yeah, a, well, we can yeah. say where it is. It's no, a, no, it's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. But know, nobody just, gets free pub now, <laughs> right? No don't free set rides. A, don't say the name of the hotel,
0: Conan. So you don't have the time to say publicity. No, you have no, to say no, pub. No, 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 no free no, pub. No free pub. Okay. No free pub. There is a uh, p- hotel where you and I have run into each other. Yes, and I several t-
2: times. Several times, and I tell people you're one of the nicest guys I've ever been around. And I'm not, and I mean that sincerely. Because you know, people always ask. I said, "Oh, he's a great guy." Well, that's nice of yeah. you to say. I I'm think... glad you got a podcast too. It's fun. Yeah, it's actually really. But fun. you got a perfect face for like not to be seen on TV. I mean, why are you guys <laughs> laughing at that? Why are you guys laughing at that?
1: Because it's funny. Oh, it's yeah. not funny.
0: It's a terrible, terrible thing to say. I have. You're saying that I have the perfect face for radio. Yes. No. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that thing that often. No. <laughs> That thing is my face, Charles. No, that no, thing is my face. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm very excited to have you here because I, wanna, I want you to tell these people that I would have been a force had I been in the NBA. I think you should tell uh-huh. the people the truth. I am six four. I am 200 pounds, I am a well-muscled man, I am a graceful athlete. You have sized me up. You and I have stood toe-to-toe Tell the people that had I been in the
2: NBA, I'd have been a force. Have you ever played sports before? (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to be rude. Have you ever actually played? You're not trying to be rude. You just Mm -hmm. said I had a
0: great face for radio because no no one wants (laughs) to see that thing very often. You
2: said you were 6'4", 200 pounds. That's right. Well, you're about two to three inches and about 40 pounds too light to play in the NBA. You think I'm too light? Yeah, two, 200 ain't going to get it done.
0: Okay, let me tell you something. I could wear heavier clothing. No, no, no. You got, to, a... you got to be
2: able to run and jump. Oh. you are got to be playing against big old muscle men. Right. So 200, 200 pounds is not going to get it done.
0: So you think what my technique is, I say, uh, pass the ball to me, fellows. No. Over here to me. And then they pass to me when no one else is around me. And then I say, here goes my shot. Alley-oop. And I put it up. Before anyone can get to me So
2: I, I just get no. open That's what I do I get open No you, No You would no, not be open uh, I would not be open? Hey, no You would not First of all No team is going to be that bad That's going to put you in a game Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean There's no team in the NBA Going to say Hey Mr. O'Brien Go in the game They wouldn't put me in even for a second? No, no, no. What about just for pure entertainment value? No, you're the kid on on the team for grade point averages in college and high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, you want... Uh Oh, and free throw percentage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you... Okay, this is the hardest my people have
2: laughed since we started this podcast.
0: We've had all these comedians on, and then you come in, and Sona's crying. Sona's crying, Sorry. she's laughing so hard. i
1: crying, I have tears coming here's out Here's the thing, eyes.
0: here's the thing. I remember once I did the same thing to you. I said, come on, Charles, I could do it, I could do it. And this is when we were at this place that gets no pub. No pub. No pub, and you put one hand on me and shoved me, and I went flying, and you weren't even trying. But you just moved me like I was a a kitten in a hurricane.
2: You know, it's a very physical game. Is it? Yeah, it's a very physical game. Okay. I mean, even today when you can barely touch people, it's still very physically demanding. I mean, guys, big these guys are big and strong. Yeah. And um, I still think I could do it. I still think I could be a force. Hey, let me. Let's, hey, don't quit your day job to, to try to make it in the NBA.
0: <laughs> so you know what you you famously <clears throat> used. Your whole body You used your whole body uh, When you were Underneath the boards And you were mm-hmm. and, and, and your technique That you've talked about a lot Was you wanted to use your butt Yeah T- Talk. Let's talk about that Well, you know Because I use my butt in my line of work as well In a different way Yeah
2: Well, you know When you're 6'4, six, 6'5 six, Everybody you play against Is a lot taller than you Mm-hmm so one way to minimize their height and jumping ability is always be putting your ass on them, banging their bodies. Because clearly nobody can jump as high when you're hitting them. Right. They can't jump as fast. So it's really just about just common sense. Like if I'm playing against a guy who's 6'10", he's taller than me, he probably can jump me. But if I got my ass or my body on him the entire time, I can negate a lot of his size, that's really. It's really just. Uh, so
0: you would rush at a man and try and get no, your no, bottom, no, no, not next rush, to his bottom.
2: Not rush. You just have to stand close to him because you don't want to give him an opportunity to get out of the way. So you you standing close to him, and then when the shot goes up, you put your butt on him. You put your <laughs> ass on him.
0: Right. Yeah. This is the stuff that I've been yelled at on the subway for doing, Look. you know? I try to create a little space on the subway or on the bus. I like to create a little space. So I like to move my junk around a
2: little bit to create a zone called the cone zone. Just my it's, it's 200 pounds, it's not much of a zone. It's much more like a zoo, a zoo. Uh-huh. You're not taking up much space. It's not the whole. No, it's not, you're not taking up a whole zone. You're just right. taking up a zoo. Right. Right. Not that I can look at your ass It probably is not that big I have
0: no I've I've been told By the best The very best That I have no ass
2: Okay see that's exactly like,
0: I am duct taped uh, To this seat right now Where uh, I would slide <laughs> off
2: A 200 pound guy With no ass Is gonna have a tough time In the NBA I have a lot of spirit And spunk Yeah 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 That's what all the Ugly people say Uh <laughs> Uh, that's like, I'd be like, hey uh, fellows, we may be down. No, no, but we're gonna make a
0: we're gonna no. make a comeback, see? You
2: know, I was watching I my, that guy. one of my favorite movies is Liar Liar. Uh-huh. And he's talking to this little kid, he says, you know, they said beauty's only skin deep. That's some ugly people say <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not having it. You're no, thinking no, you're, no, you just listen, a lot of guys work hard. Right. You know, they can't play dead. Right, it, it takes talent, too. You can't just go out there and work hard. Right. Because every single person in the NBA can play. Yeah. Well, just across the board, everybody in every sport can play. You don't get to the pros if you can't play. Now, obviously, uh, the guy who's sitting on the bench is not as good as LeBron or Kevin Durant or guys like that. But, the, like, the 11th to 12th guy on the NBA team was a great college player. Right. He just probably has some deficiencies. Uh, he might be a two or three steps slow probably two or three inches, a little smaller. But that's the only thing to separate. A guy who's 6'5", if he was 6'7", 6'8", he might be an all-star. Right. Uh, That's the difference. I think it's true in a lot of, I mean, first of all, I think it's brutal in professional sports uh, when you
0: look at that you don't just have to be in the 1%, you have to be in the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. It's so and it's like it's hitting a so, lottery. Yeah, it's so heartbreaking yeah. because these people some people people devote their entire lives, their youth to this dream and uh, you know, you must you must see this all the time where people come up to you well, and say, "Hey
2: Charles, oh I'm really good. I'm so glad I'm really, you asked me that question." I am because it it drives me nuts too because you know, I'll be just minding my own business. I'll be traveling or doing something. And somebody say, hey, you know, my kid's Mr. Florida. He's going to be in the NBA. And I'm thinking to myself, don't want to be rude. You know they got 49 other of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Th- th- that's 50 states. They got 49 other of <laughs> those. You're like, that does not mean your son, because he's Mr. Florida or Mr. Right. Mr. Georgia, Mr. Tennessee. You know, I says, you know, they have 50 of those states, you know. So that's so you can always have hundreds of guys trying to compete. Four, well, no, thousands and thousands of guys trying to compete what's probably going to be 40 or 50 jobs a year. Right. I mean, I always tell people, there's a little over 400 players in the NBA. But we probably, every year, we only add probably 30 or 40. Right. Uh, so, it like I said, it's just hitting, like hitting the lottery yep. uh, to be able to play a pro sport. And man, I was so lucky and blessed, uh, but it's just like hitting a lottery. But I hate when people come up to me and say, especially, this is what drives me crazy, when they're kids like in high school. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just because you're good in high school, that does not mean you're going to be good in college or the pros. Right. You see all the time, there's guys who are great in college who never step a foot on a professional level. There are a lot of great college players who ain't got zero chance of playing in the pros in any sport. So, what I mean, do you ever notice there are people that have incredible ability?
0: And they have everything on paper, everything is there. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. look at them and you look at the tape, everything's there that should be there, but there's something that isn't quite there on the mental. Level or there's a great question.
2: You know, uh, that's, like, there's a couple things. uh Number one, they have no idea how hard they have to work, or they're not smart enough. There are no dummies in pro sports, there are no dummies in pro sports. But I think the number one thing i give an example. Uh, so when I got to the NBA, I wasn't the, the most important person in my life was Moses Malone as far as basketball. When I got to the NBA, uh, I had great success in college, but when I got to the NBA, I wasn't getting to play. And Moses happened to live in my same building. This is one of the greatest players ever. Yep. And I said, Moses, why am I not getting to play? And Moses says, Well, you are fat and you're lazy. I said, What do you mean? He said, Which part you didn't understand? The fat or the lazy part? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: said, I said, Dude,
2: I'm working hard out here. He says, Yeah, but you can't work hard because you're fat. And this guy, who won the greatest ever, took me on this wing. He said, let's lose 10 pounds. So I started losing 10. I lost 10. So I started working harder. He said, let's lose 10 more. So I go from 300 all the way to 250. Wow. And if if, if I hadn't have been a willing listener to, like, Charles, you can't play fat in the NBA. But I, listen, I have been in the NBA since 1984. And Conan and I met, you can ask any coach or any great player, there's been hundreds of guys that we have met. We says, man, when that guy gets it, we're going to have our hands full, and they never get it. They don't get it. They don't get it because, number one, you have to work your ass off. Yeah. It's like you as a comedian. and yeah. a, Like, you can't be a lazy comedian. You probably have to go and do a, when you first started. You have to yeah. do all them crappy clubs and do stuff you don't want to do. And a lot of guys, are, they're not built for that. And anybody who's successful like yourself or in a form of, of, of success, it's hard. Yeah, uh, It's very hard. And sports are probably the worst place to try to be successful because you're going up against the best of the best all the time, no matter which, which sport it is. And then you got them young boys coming in there every single year who are bigger, stronger, hungrier. So it's like- it's, You got to fight for your you, place you all the You got to time. fight for your place at the table all you know, the time. That's
0: one of the things that has come up again and again and again on this podcast is work ethic. People love to make it—it's it's not sexy to talk about work ethic. What's sexy to talk about is talent, mm-hmm. blazing talent. Yeah. This person came out of nowhere, and it's, I think, the fantasy. It's one of the great fantasies in America is someone coming out of nowhere who's got these amazing skills that blows everyone else away. Yeah. And I always, I've said this many, 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 many times— uh, yeah Talent's important But It's one of like 50 things you need Luck is a huge thing too You need You also need luck But you also have to Get in there every day And you have to try
2: yeah, Really hard You're 100% correct One of my good friends Is Darius Rucker Who did the Blowfish, mm-hmm. And I've yep. known Darius Forever Right And we always talk We play a lot of golf together And you know People say Whoa they came out of nowhere He says Well if you've gone Working every weekend For 20 years Coming out of nowhere We did come out of nowhere Nobody comes out of nowhere Right that's, that's, like, you just need the right break and the right luck. Right. I mean, I, I, I truly believe nobody comes out of nowhere. It just depends on where you're born yep. and if you can get the right break. Because there are a lot of people who are talented, just not in the right situation. But I truly, I hate when people say, oh, he's, they came out of nowhere. No, they didn't. They've been working their ass off for a long time. They just finally got a great break.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to ask you, there's a lot of things to talk about here. First of all, you are pretty fearless, when you open your mouth, you will say Mm -hmm. exactly what's on your mind. So many people today don't do that, and you have no fear when it comes to that. I wanna bring up an example. You went out on stage, and you were in, I think, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and at a concert. Do you remember this? Yes. Do you wanna tell what happened? No, you gotta remind me.
2: (laughs) Do you know where you are right now? Uh, I am in Los Angeles, California, where the basketball world is now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Let me read this to you. You're at a Katy Perry concert.
2: I introduced Katy Perry, yes. That's you introduced
0: in Katy The Capital One concert in Minnesota last year. Okay. Well, let's not bring business into this. Uh, no no
2: free pub. No, no, no. no, no I get paid by them. You get paid by them? What do got... I get? I don't get anything. Oh, sorry. My bad, Cap One. <laughs> Can you get me in on that cap one thing? Uh, it's just a black commercial, me, Sam, and Spike. We we, have, we need a white guy. I know, we'll but can I, why no, can't you have no, one no. white guy in uh, I there? I have to talk to Sam about that. He makes all the decisions. Well, tell Sam... <laughs> So, hey, tell,
0: tell Sam it's time a white man hey, got a break hey, in this country. I, I what, it's ridiculous the way we've been, you know, shunted aside. Hey. <laughs> hey I know times are tough, but you, you're hits. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Every time I turn on those commercials, I'm like, how can a white guy get in there? What's going on? When are some white guys gonna be accepted by the banking community? <laughs> Come on, cap one. I'm I, dying over here. Hey, anyway, I pitch me to, to I, pitch me to those guys. I'd be funny. I, 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 I think, I, Uh Uh-oh, my glasses just fell apart. Don't worry.
2: It's all coming apart. Okay, I'll call them. We need some some cash if your glasses are going to keep coming apart like that. Listen,
0: so you got booed off stage at a Katy Perry concert because you came out to introduce her and you said, I want to thank Minneapolis, Minnesota. You guys have a great, great city. I want to thank you all for a great weekend. I haven't been here for a long time because the Timberwolves suck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That crowd... Tried to kill you They tried to kill you You know It's so funny When I travel now Yeah Not when I travel now Like when I Like I got friends Who call me And says Yo man I haven't seen you In a long time I says Oh my life is very simple If your basketball team sucks I'm never gonna see you again <laughs> That's just the truth of the matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I told my uh, one of my good friends is Dan Levitard, He said, "Yo, man, when you come to Miami," I said, "No time soon." The heat suck. Once LeBron left, it's right. over.
0: So when a team, so you are the ultimate fairweather friend. No, no, no. To-
2: I'm a, uh, the ultimate t- uh, TV guy. I'm not going to, I, when I go to cities. I'm going to watch basketball and talk about basketball. I'm not going to go to a city and watch bad basketball to talk about it. Right, right. I was I was talking to a friend of mine in Cleveland last week. He says, "When am I going to see you again?" I said, "No time soon." LeBron LeBron left. There's a
0: chance I'm never coming to Cleveland again. You are so honest. You are well, so
2: honest with people. Well, listen, I, I'm number one. I hope they took that as a joke. You know, Conan, I made up my mind a long time ago, I'm just going to be a straight shooter. Yep. Because, man, it doesn't matter what you say. You can't make all these people happy. Right. Uh, I don't do any social media because I think those people are idiots, fools, and jackasses. Uh, but I refuse to do any social media. But I'm going to be honest and a straight shooter, and that's the best I can do. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's worked for you. Yeah. People, People like that. It's
0: a great quality of yours. And I think it also makes you, in my opinion— one of the best commentators on television. Thank you. are you. so good at it. Yeah. You are so entertaining. And I think it's a combination of two things. You know your stuff. So you always have, uh, you have a you have deep knowledge of the game, a deep passion. You, uh, you love the game. And you know, you have a lot of intelligent things to say about it. But you're also not afraid to say what you're uh, thinking. And yeah. that's so entertaining. I mean, well, you guys do an
2: amazing job. Well, thank you. You know, when people say they want honesty, they really don't want honesty. Fans want you to. They want you to tell them their team is great, their favorite player is great, and it was always somebody else's fault. Some people are gonna love you, but some people are gonna gonna hate you because fans they say they want reality, but they really don't want reality.
0: Right? They right. don't.
2: Describe your relationship
0: with Shaquille O'Neal. What's it like with you and Shaq?
2: Well, he's a great friend. Mm-hmm. I love working with him. Uh, he has thinner skin than flat Stanley. <laughs> um, <laughs> He gets offended easily? Yes. Because, you know, Shaq has always been the biggest guy. You ever met him in person? He's the biggest Of course. I've I've spent a lot of time with Shaq. He's the biggest dude in the world. Yes. And he's never had to think his way through a basketball game. And me and Kenny try to explain to him sometimes, you know, when you're the biggest dude in the world and you're the baddest dude in the world like he was for X amount of years, he can just do that. But the rest of people are mere mortals. And when we try to explain to him some on a basketball court, he's looking at us like, (laughs) cross-eyed and we're like and then he gets so mad and all he can say is you don't have no championship rings Uh, and I'm like yeah I don't but that has nothing to do with our basketball conversation we're having But he holds that over your head that you have no rings oh yes because when he can't win a basketball argument with me because he don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> so he just lords it over you that yes, he's got all these e- rings. every time we have a disagreement over basketball, I can always tell when he don't know anything about basketball. Because one minute we'll be talking about basketball, the next thing we'll say, well, you're wrong because you don't have any championship. That's when I know I'm winning the battle. <laughs> yeah, that's when, that's when I know. Uh, he's funny, though. He's great to work with. He he's is a, really he's, funny. He's
0: a good dude. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, he's He is, sometimes I feel bad. For him because I've been in situations with Shaq where he's so big yeah. that it's almost like he just has to go in a corner because people, people go to him yeah. and they swarm around him. And sometimes I can feel like he just must be getting uncomfortable with all that. And he, he it's hard for him to disappear. Do you know what I mean? Well, like,
2: he, how can he disappear? He's on TV every damn two seconds in a commercial. <laughs> the guy got more commercials than any person in the history of civilization. <laughs>
0: Do you use Icy Hot? Do you think he? Do you think he believes in the products? Hell no! You don't think Shaquille O'Neal believes in these products?
2: I, I, I don't think he ever used Icy Hot. Doesn't use Icy Hot. That's sacrilege. I, 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 I bet his insurance is not with the general. <laughs> Um, you don't think he has his insurance with the Cartoon General? No, I don't think he has insurance. Uh I, I, I mentioned it, his name, but no, hey, no free pub. No, yeah, I don't think he's Papa John's pizza either. What? No, I don't think he's Papa John's pizza. You don't think he's eating Papa? This is a scandal. This uh, is a. This is terrible. I think we should out him. Yes. Yeah. I think people should know that Shaquille O'Neal does not use Icy Hot, does not use use the general, and he doesn't eat Papa John's pizza. Right.
0: He's not using any of these products, but you, you bank, you
2: bank with Capital One, don't you? I do bank with Capital One. Shout out Capital One. (laughs) Capital One I got bills to pay, Conan. I know you do. I'm I'm gonna put in a good word for you. You know
0: what? I think I'd be great in those commercials. And I think listen, those commercials are great. Thank you. You, Spike, Samuel
2: L. Jackson, fantastic. Sam is the most awesome guy to work with. Yeah Because You know When you're shooting it Like he just give you little Subtle hints To try to do things Right It's amazing Like You know Because him and Spike Are better Well Spike's not a great actor He's a great director But Sam is such a great actor And like sometimes I'll be like Trying to make it funny Or not funny Or sarcastic Or whatever And Sam's like And like he, like he just does it In a subtle way He's like Hey Chuck just try it like this. Right. And it's amazing to work yeah. with somebody yeah. that good who helpful. He's terrific. Well, if you want to talk to him uh,
0: and Spike, I am— Don't wo- you have enough money? No. There's no such thing as enough money. First of all, I've invested badly. I— I invested in Icy Hot (laughs) I actually thought it was a real product And I put a lot of money into Icy Hot Between
2: TV and the podcast,
0: you rolled it in the dough Man, man, who knew there was so much money in podcasting (laughs) I get paid in uh, farm animals Uh,
2: It's ridiculous Uh, That's not a bad investment I had a bunch of cows one time That's a good investment You invested in cows? I did And how did it go? It went well How many did you buy? Uh, uh, Thousands You bought thousands of cows? Yeah, all you do is sell them One by one, door to door? No, I didn't do it myself personally. Are you sure this all happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I went down to some farm in Beeville, Texas, like, it's probably close to 30 years ago, maybe longer than that. And I had, like, there was cattle, as far as you can see. They're out in the middle of this field. uh, See, that's my problem. I did the same thing with squirrels. I invested heavily in squirrels. (laughs) No, cattle, cattle is the best way to go.
0: That's a good way to, okay, I should have invested in that. We're going to take a little break. Uh, We're going to play a commercial. It's not uh, Capital One, but... uh, (laughs) Free pub
2: for somebody else.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Sona, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh?
1: I don't know.
0: Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa
1: treatment? Where?
0: Well, you live there, California. <laughs> California, Sona. No matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So are you- Sona, you are a lifelong California resident.
1: I'm a lifer. I love this place. This
0: is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud-speaking blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show, what? Uh, T-Mobile, okay. that's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at tmobilecom slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
2: and we're back wasn't that a fun break oh my god what was that man what a great commercial that was you just was.
0: gave me uh, I just got a deep tissue massage Oh, can, uh, from Charles Barkley I, uh, what? I would love one of those no, you, you give a pretty good one. That was great. Yeah, I, will, I will massage you anytime. Would you be comfortable with that? Uh, no, I would not be comfortable <laughs> with that. You don't want me? Coming no, out. no. Wait, this is, the, this is from the guy who used to professionally put his butt on other people's bodies. I did. Yeah, and now you don't you want me to- You make a rub good your living
2: your... doing that. Okay. But I don't want your hands on my body. <laughs> what? I don't want your little, your little tiny fingers on my- <laughs> Tiny <muscles>. fingers? <laughs> I've got a large hand. No, no. You right? don't think I have? No, come I'm used to being around guys with big hands. I don't want those tiny fingers on me.
0: <laughs>
2: no, this is absurd. No, no. you don't
0: want my. I don't want
2: the little tiny fingers all over my body.
0: Spiders. No. Yeah, no. look at these. You like? Uh, what about no. the? Uh, describe the
2: freckles. Do you think that's an attractive feature? I, I have Tell no like problem. I, I, no, I have no problem with freckles. You have no problem with
0: freckles. No. All right, because uh, but you just don't like the size of my hands.
2: Yeah, I want them little things all over me.
0: I've never had anybody call my hands those tiny little things. (laughs) Never. That's just uh, unbelievable to me. How would you. How would you handle someone like if you were playing today, and there was someone like Drake on the sideline who was getting incredibly involved in the game? You know the way he does with the yeah. Raptors, and he's and he's and he's really involved. Would that
2: irritate you if there was a celebrity who was getting way too involved in the game? It would make me want to beat the other team so I could run over to him and talk trash to him. Right? I, I think uh, Drake is great for the NBA. Yep. And I thought the NBA totally overreacted. Like he's Drake, he yep. can he can chip for his team. Yeah. And uh, I thought the NBA did not handle it well. Let the man, listen, he's Drake. He wasn't harassed. The players love him, too. Right. And you saw the players giving him crap every time something happened. Right. I mean, they know who Drake is. I mean, we don't want no regular fan acting a fool. And we know there's a double standard. Of course, there's a double standard. But I thought he was great for the NBA. He's great for the NBA. I thought he was great for the Raptors. And uh, that's unfortunate, because unfortunately, I'm probably never going to Canada again, either. You don't think you're going to Canada <laughs> not again? Not that the quiet, Kauai's gone. And Toronto is t- Toronto's my favorite city in the world, too. I love Toronto. I, Toronto and Chicago are my two favorite cities. Uh, the Bulls stink, so I'm not going to Chicago. And uh, the Raptors lost, losing Kawhi. I'm probably never going to those two cities again.
0: All right, you told me something uh, once uh, was on the subject of, of the Bulls. You told me, because you are famously generous. You are a very generous man. You won't say this yourself. I have witnessed you be incredibly generous, and there are many accounts of you being extraordinarily generous with people. You're a big tipper. You take care of people. You're, you're very good at sharing your success with people you encounter around you. And then uh, you said not so much with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. You said those Oh, got- them
2: some cheap brothers. <laughs> That's are cheap brothers. They okay. call them No-Tippin' Pippen. <laughs> cheap brother right there.
0: Let's
2: let's talk about that. What are we talking about here? Did you witness
0: this happen? Oh, you- yeah,
2: many times. Many times. Many times. Yeah. And these are times. guys
0: that were getting good money, getting paid Y'all, good money.
2: great money. Yeah. And I was walking with Michael a couple of times and like a, a guy comes up, said, so, you have a spare change? And I said, yeah, I got some. He's like, yo, man. Don't get him in a spare change. If he can say, if he can ask you for spare change, he can say, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you, please?
1: <laughs> Michael Jordan said that. <laughs> yes, yes, like
2: Yes. He's got the same number of words, do you, have, do, you, do you have it in a spare change? He can say, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you, please? Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Some cheap brothers right there. Yeah, yeah. Great do basketball they, players, but cheap brothers. Do they think,
0: when they when people like that see you being so generous, do they ever say to you, yeah, you're, you're being crazy. What are you no. doing that for? Why are you tipping hey, you that know, much?
2: No, I think that, number one, the reason I tip so much is people who normally work in those fields, mm-hmm. like they survive on tips. Yep. And me giving them some extra money is not going to have zero effect on my life, but it might have a huge effect upon their life. Yep. So I'm always going to tip a minimum of 20%, depending on the service, more. But think about that. I mean, those people who work at those restaurants, like, that's how they make their living. Yeah. And like I say, me giving somebody some extra money is going to have zero effect upon my life, but hopefully it will help those those people Pay their bills. That's the least you can do. Yeah, I always have this thing that works for me, which is I think. Go to the bathroom when the check comes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you're, 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 the, you're, you're the white Kenny Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you're the white Kenny Smith. Is that what he does? Wait, what the bill? The bill's here. What's Kenny? <laughs> he come back, his hands are like, yo, man, you go to the bathroom every time the bill comes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be one of those people when you die, it's like, man, we're glad he's gone. And people lie all the time. There's people when they die, we're glad they're gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I would never say it, but there's people who die, you're like, I'm glad that SOB's gone. Uh, but I want to be one of those guys like, oh, he was a good dude. But I don't want people to sit around and cry and things like that. I've had a good run. I'm 56. I'm 56. the exact you? same
0: age. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. What do you mean?
0: You, do uh, I look older or younger? <laughs> no, you don't look. You look the same. Okay.
2: I mean, you don't look. You look surprised when I said I was the same age as well, you. Well, I was surprised you're 56. I thought you were younger, actually. Yeah. I did think you were younger. Yeah, I do a lot of moisturize. Was your little fingers? Face. <laughs> a lot of, you use Every a, night I you a make a my little of, fingers. A, and because my fingers are so
0: tiny, it takes, it takes hours. You, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to rub the moisturizer <laughs> into my face. Yeah, no, I was born in uh, 1963. Well, I already knew that when you said you were 56. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. We, I just wanted to remind and, and, you what year you were born. That's okay, all, okay. I know, got you. You know, what, what, when were, what month were you born? February the 20th. Okay, I'm April 18th. So I'm a month older than you. Yeah. That's, Two months. Yeah. I think if I'd been born just a couple months earlier, I could have been in the NBA. Yeah, okay. That's the only thing that kept me out. Uh, yeah, you would have been an official
2: or something like that? <laughs>
0: an official? That, that, oh, a guy with a whistle a and referee. tiny hand.
2: A referee uh, a with referee. tiny hands. That's your running only around. Got the, the whistle small. Your little hands can hold a whistle. I don't
0: have little hands. (laughs) Anyone listening to this podcast has to know I'm a large man. It doesn't take I'm just talking
2: to a larger man. It doesn't take a big hand to hold that little whistle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're good, you're good.
0: (laughs) Man, uh, do you ever think about uh, the fact that you played a very physical kind of ball, and it's very hard to walk away from that sport, And or any sport. But I would say I would think particularly basketball without having lifelong
2: pain. Yeah. What did you what did you come away with? Because that's such you took such a pounding. I'm in such pain. Like I just got two new hips. That's the first thing I did. I probably need knees and shoulders, but I don't care. Uh, to be honest with you, I, uh, and I've been shot a lot in the ass. I've taken every drug possible to stay out there. I wouldn't change a thing about my life because, you know, Conan, I'm a little kid from a small town in Alabama. Uh, grew up in a project with my mom being a maid, my grandmother working in a meat packing factory. Um, I was able to buy my mother and grandmother a house, take them out of poverty. Uh, two of my brothers have passed away. I got one brother left, but I've been able to send four of my nieces to college, change the dynamics of their life. And then, obviously, I man, I've, I've exceeded all my expectations. And I don't care <laughs> what kind of pain I'm in. I'm just going to take some Advil or some Aleve. Are you uh, getting paid for those too oh uh, no no no, no, I, you know, I was I, I, I hope, I'm hoping I get an ice hot commercial out of it um, but 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 like I say i I don't care about the pain or anything like that, like right. I say, I got my hips done so I can play golf, you know, but like I say there there's like that's like these football players I, I'm amazed by football players because it takes real courage to go out there, but it's a dangerous sport, but I guarantee you ask some of those guys, they wouldn't change a thing about it. Uh, It's it's an amazing life, but like, where else am I going to make this type of money to be able to buy my mom and grandmother a house and send all my nieces to college and live the life that I lived? I I wasn't going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Let's be realistic. You
0: are a very passionate proponent of education. That's something that means a lot to you and making sure that uh, young people are educated (laughs) and not just... Your nieces, not just yeah. your family members. It's something that you have worked hard to make sure is available to more people.
2: Well, it's, it's really important and significant to me because I, I found out something when I made the role model commercial back in the late 80s. There's too many young black kids who think that they're going to play pro sports. Yeah, I'm like, guys, I'm not trying to be a bad guy. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. You're not going to play pro sports. Get your education. Get your education. Get your education. And... I, that's all I talk to them about all the time. One of the things that I've done the last couple of years, I gave three three historically black colleges each a million dollars, and I'm getting ready to do another one. I'm not going to announce the school yet, uh, but I'm getting ready to do the fourth one. When I go spend time with the kids, I say you can be a doctor, lawyer, teacher, fireman, policeman, engineer, something like that. But you you can't like when you go home and look at your mom and dad. If they're both five seven, you're not going to play <laughs> a pro sport more right. than likely. Right. But like I say. You can be a doctor, lawyer, teacher, fireman, policeman, engineer. You can do something amazing. So I that's the one thing. Cause like I say, my biggest regret in my life is that when I was younger, we didn't take education more serious. Because it worked out good for me. But I feel bad for some of the people because, you know, you got when you're a young kid, everybody's you're not taking education that serious. Now, you see now like guys. We should have taken education a lot more serious. That's yeah. that's probably yeah. my biggest regret. Yeah, and I'm trying to make up for it now when I go speak to schools. I said, guys, I don't care if you make it to pro sports, bless you. I said, but that's less than one percent in every sport. Less than one percent in every sport, and I don't think they understand how important it is to get a free education. Yeah, uh, it, it's like a free education. Like most of my friends, like they got like real jobs. They in serious financial debt because of student loans. And I said, guys, they're gonna they're gonna pay you to play a sport and give you a free education. That's a really big deal. I, I listen, and like I say, I remember vividly, and I forget what year in the eighties when the first NBA player made a million dollars. And me and Doctor J. Moses and all the guys were going around high fiving each other. We could not believe that an NBA player was going to make a million dollars. Yep. and now we got guys making thirty, forty million. We I think we probably got. 25 to 30 guys making $30 million or more. And I'm like, that's amazing for them. God bless them. But if I'm a little kid, and like I say, I'm going back 10, 15 years. Even when it was like 5 10, $15 million, all these young kids think that's the reason they want to be famous. They want to be famous, but it's really just about the money and all the stuff that comes with it. And I, number one, I wish them all luck. Yeah. But at some point, you got to be realistic. I mean, it's not that simple. Nobody just like you. You can't will yourself to to, to be uh, famous uh, and having a talent. Uh, if you got a talent, bless you. But you just can't say, "I just want to be famous," because it doesn't work like that.
0: Right, right. Um, Sona, you'll attest that I have large hands, won't you? You've seen the many every day. Well, I'm not sure that's work know. appropriate.
1: I know it's not. <laughs>
2: Were like, Damn.
1: But honestly, I saw Charles's hands, and yeah. yours look like small, dainty hands that, compared that to they his. Are. And I, you know, I'm
2: not sure you can be asking women at work, "Hey, how you like the size of my hands?" I've actually been doing
0: that for a couple of years. Is that a
2: problem?
1: <laughs> yes. yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so,
0: so that's a question 100. during the job interview. To be
2: honest
1: my hands, behold. <laughs>
2: What do you What do you think of them Man What I like, like your little tiny hands We're good Hey Gorley. Yeah Just take it easy They're tiny
0: Okay Gorley.
1: Can you grip a basketball Hell
0: no You don't think I can grip a basketball Hell no I doesn't. I don't. I can't hold it. Doesn't
2: stay in the hand. I can that's, grip that, it. That's what's the point. Oh, I usually I can <laughs> that, grip it. That, that, first of all, that, that's so white of you. I, it's not called gripping. It, it's called palm and a basketball. I grip. You the, don't even know the terminology. It's called can I, you palm a basketball? I, I, I can grip the old pellet. No, no, no. <laughs> hey and man.
3: I,
0: and I like to. It's called palm in the basketball. Okay. Well, you say tomato. I say tomato. <laughs> that was so
2: white. Can I, I can grip a. <laughs> I can.
0: As long as I'm holding it uh, so that my hand is on the low side <laughs> yeah, it, and gravity yeah, then
2: it's then yeah. I can pull it. You palm know what it. you remind me of? Some of these fools who walk around spinning a ball on their finger. I'm like, yeah, that's not a basketball talent. You don't to, you're not a globetrotter. You don't, you don't have to do that in a game. Like, kids want to show you that all the time. Like, I can spin it on my finger. I'm like, yeah, what part of the play is that? You have to put it in the basket. Said, that's great when you're a globetrotter, but right. that doesn't work in the actual basketball game. Do you think there are
0: ways, I'm always thinking of ways to improve sports. Will we ever go beyond the three-point play? No. Listen to me. You
2: didn't hear my pitch yet. <laughs> no, please don't start with the four-point play.
0: I want to go to five-point, oh. but here's the thing. You have to be—it has to be from uh, the other side of the court, okay? And it has. so you have to be covering the entire, you know, uh, length of the basketball court, and you've got to throw it up. But just before you throw it up, you've got to put on a— like a, a costume quickly. <laughs> and if you can accomplish that, you would get uh, like five points. Do you know what I mean? Little things like that. That's I not a little thing. thing. Well, they would have a a bin of costumes on either side and then the rare chance that a team really needed to score five points instantly if you put on a Lincoln hat and beard really quickly and hurled it up and got it in, that's five points. That's
2: called a mass singer. They got a show about that. Yes. Let's keep it on the mass mass singer. All right. No, don't 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 ruin ruin the game. Don't don't ruin the game. So
0: you don't want to see a four-point shot ever? I do not. Like one guy gets on another guy's shoulders and they score from the backcourt and that's four points. No, we don't want to see that. Okay, all right. Well, I guess you've just decided for everybody, Mister No Fun. I took I'm start. thinking of ways to improve the game so that that's not one. I'm thinking of ways to add an exciting element that completely blows it open. We've we we're accustomed now. Hey, what did you think of the three point shot when it came along?
2: Were you excited about it I, I don't mind a three-point shot right I mean it takes some talent to make that shot right I mean when you start going back I, some people like, said come up with a four-point shot or a five point shot and that was just strictly luck right no we don't listen there's enough lucky stuff to happen in the game we don't have to make it like a, a trick show
0: right well I'm just telling you <laughs> what I think would work. And I'd like you to pitch that
2: to the guys. Okay. You know? Well, what Kenny guys? guys. Uh, well, we, Kenny, Shaq, we, what, you can we, tell we don't, Pitch it to those guys. Wait, bring it up on you, the air, and let's, think, let's see if we get a movement behind you, this. You think they listen to us up in New York City? Well, maybe.
0: I don't know. I could make a few phone calls. Yeah. I got a lot of pull. Hey, the they'll, they,
2: they'll take your call, too. You think they would? I, well, yeah. If you call the commissioner of the NBA. No, I would, he would not take my— uh, well, he would take my call? Of course he would Okay If they called If if you had First of all You can't do it yourself You have your secretary I know you got a secretary Or a personal assistant Say uh, Conan, This is my personal assistant uh, Right so here So Conan would like to talk To Adam Shiver. Of course he's gonna Take your phone call
0: Okay How long is he on the phone How long does he stay on the phone When he hears my idea For the five point <laughs> shot Where you have to put on A hat and a beard
2: Oh That'd be like He'd probably give you Two minutes out of Common courtesy Right and then he'd say, I mean, well, you are we'll a think big ab- star.
0: Oh, he'll say, we'll think about it. And then. He'd... No, he says, uh,
2: we, we're we good. <laughs> so he doesn't even lie to me. He no, just... no, Adam's not going. Adam's a great commissioner, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not going. to. Uh, no, we're not going with your idea. OK, <laughs> well, wow.
0: You do tell it like it is. <laughs> I had for baseball, I had a, what I thought was a really good idea, which is once you hit the ball, uh, you can decide to run from home to first, or from home to third. You can go uh, counterclockwise, but once you choose that direction, you have to stick in that direction, and then you have, it adds a whole other kind of strategy, and then you have players running past each other on the base path. What do you think
2: of that idea? What were you drinking when you came up with that idea? Because you couldn't have been sober when you came up with that idea. It was a very hard lemonade. (laughs) Is that, like, is that like Mike's Lemonade?
0: Yeah, but yeah. We're, we're, again, no free pub. No free pub. It wasn't pub. Mike's. It, it was wasn't. Lemonade that had gone bad
2: and become fermented. I'm from the South, so we they like a lot of Lemonade down there. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a bad idea. Okay. It's not as bad as your first idea, but it's bad. Okay. Just thinking of ways to improve sports.
0: So, these ideas are free, and you can take them or you can leave them. I'm going to leave them. <laughs> very honest man. I want to thank you again, years ago. I was uh, in a location which we will not divulge, but I was in a very uh, nice, upscale place, and I was with my wife, newly married. I'd only been married about a year at that point, and uh, the waiter came over and he set down two apple teenies at my table. And then he... I want
2: what? to blast your ass so hard right now. Why? I, you sent it to me. that's what you were drinking.
0: I was not drinking yeah, yeah, an yeah, appletini. No, no, I, I was sitting there, and the waiter comes over and puts down an apple appletini for me and one for my wife, and then says, Mr. Barkley sent it over, and you're in the corner waving at me. You sent me an apple appletini. I was not was drinking I, was an apple
2: Was I trying to be funny? I, well, I had I, to be joking. <laughs> I, I was, had to be joking. I if was I did. not sitting there drinking an appletoni. Okay, well then I was trying to be funny. Now maybe the drink
0: I was having was equally ridiculous. No, that's no, possible.
2: Listen, that's one hundred percent joke on my part. I thought you think that was funny. I enjoyed it. I, oh, please. and I got hooked.
0: Um, I I think we covered a lot of ground here today. I think we established that in your opinion, I would not have been. A very successful player in the NBA. First
2: of all, that's not not just my opinion. That's everybody in this room's opinion. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. We've also
0: established uh, that my hands are
2: tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little insect. Yep. No, a little, hey, that's okay. Uh, some people like little small fingers. I don't have, this is completely absurd. Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: Uh, I'm, a, I'm a towering figure.
2: Uh, you are a towering figure, figure with little, fing- little fingers. That is not the case.
0: <laughs> ridiculous. Right. And uh, you think this is the right medium for me because no one has to look at my face because, quote, no one wants to see that thing hey, too often. Me. I think hey. that's what you said.
2: I, I, I was thinking that did I say it you did say it you said it and we actually have hey, it recorded I apologize you shouldn't like sometimes I say I see things I shouldn't say but if I if I said it out loud I apologize
0: if you said it out loud you apologize but
2: you do think it yes <laughs> but I should't have said it out loud I should have said it out loud <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Uh, listen, uh, I uh, encounter many, many, many people in my uh, career. I'm hard-pressed to think of anybody. Uh, you are just in this rarefied air of people I've met who are incredibly charismatic and real and hysterically funny and also genuinely nice. You're you're a special guy. You really are. Well, it's an honor one, to have you here.
2: When we were discussing doing the podcast, mm-hmm. I would only do it for you. Because I tell people, you've been a nice guy to meet a few times we have met. I've uh, enjoyed doing your show. Uh, but I said, oh, yeah, we're going to make it work. So thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we're shaking hands now. Look Man, at you got so, they, look at that. they smaller oh when you my touch God. them. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> <Hey>. God. Damn. <laughs> You know, it's only a matter of time until your check engine light comes on, which could equal an expensive repair bill, and a new engine can cost up to $6,000.
1: Don't I know it.
0: But this is why you need this product I'm about to mention right now. Okay. Car Car mm. CarShield offers plans with low monthly rates that you can pay for your expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. It's so nice to have that protection of Shield. I know. I believe, that's my belief, Some people have other beliefs, maybe religious beliefs. I think Car Shield. Car Shield plans provide protection on up to 5,000 major parts and systems, including items like transmission, Mm. engine, even your entertainment system. Mm. Just call Car Shield and choose the mechanic to do the work. Car Shield administrators will handle the rest and save you money. Look, I saw your car today. You've got a beautiful car, but you've got to haul your family around in this car. This is a vital piece of machinery for you. You need Car Shield.
1: I do, and you know, I you know, I don't take care of my cars very well. So Car Shield it would definitely come in.
0: You know, maybe. and also with their A rating from the BBB, don't ask me. Car Shield is the name you can trust to save you money on covered auto repairs. Now's the time to make the smart choice to protect yourself from the sky high auto repair bills. Visit CarShield.com/slash/conan, save twenty percent today. Again, that's CarShield.com/slash/conan to save twenty percent. Visit carshield.com slash Conan to lock in your price today. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the Jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone... (laughs) cuckoo there's this new thing called rap i don't know what's happening anymore but guess what in a world full of change there's one thing that hasn't changed mm-hmm. the great taste of miller light are you with me on oh, this yeah
1: i'm right there with you yeah
0: and you know another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling
1: yeah i hate a
0: filling beer when i have a filling beer i just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days but not uh-huh. with miller light so what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple It's okay, I'd like to bring something up. Is it okay with you, Sona? you okay with this? Yeah, I'm cool. Okay, here we go. I'm cool. I walked by Sona's desk today, and as usual, she was watching a TV show, and it looked really intriguing. Uh, It was a reality show where people were blowing glass. Is is this true? You know what's very frustrating? Hold it. Just just uh, go with the flow. Go with the flow. So I was really intrigued by it. I was really fascinated, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I didn't know what it was. Then we get in here and we're about to record the podcast today. When she starts talking to you, Matt, and saying, oh, it's this show called, what's it called? Blown Away. Blown Away. And it's really good. And what's it on? Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called Blown Away. It's really great. And then immediately she says, I can't believe blank won. Blank won. I didn't think blank would win. And you gave away the ending of the reality show. And what if I had wanted to see that show?
1: Here's my issue with the way you're setting this up. Yeah. Because you're making it seem as though when I was watching it, you'd walk by and be like, Huh, that seems interesting when you and I both know that you made fun of me, you made fun of the show, you started talking to everybody about how I wasn't doing any work. So stop acting like you're like this normal guy in the office, like, hmm, blown away, that looks really interesting. Like, Uh, you're not that guy. I am that guy. You're not that guy you want
0: to be. I am that guy. I wanted to see it.
1: No, you didn't.
0: I I do. My whole life, I've wanted to see.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm very
0: interested in the process of people heating glass. To a temperature where it becomes a resinous goo, and then blowing through it and making different shapes. And I've actually, it's occurred to me over the years, why is there no reality competition show about blowing glass? And then I remembered thinking you could even do like a play on the title, like Blown Away or They oh, Blew you, It Away. You
1: came up with these the whole are things concept, been, concept. These right. are Before things it I've been thinking out. about.
0: And then I've been thinking maybe someone, maybe I could sell this to Netflix. And then I see they've already done it. Okay, whatever. A disappointment, but very excited and invested to see it. But now I don't think I can watch it because you blew the ending.
1: I I think that you maybe it
0: should be called "Blown Endings." Oh, pretty good. That was huh? Stupid. Really not good.
1: No, I have a question for you. Do you know when that came out?
0: Uh, I think it's pretty new. July. Yeah,
1: it came out in July. Yeah, so that's not new. It's been out for like six months. So why didn't you watch it sooner?
0: Have you seen uh, the Marx Brothers' Night at the Opera?
1: Oh my god! Have you seen it? No, I haven't what, seen what it. What spoiler really? from that? I know. Gonna it it what out, are you going to tell it me? It came
0: out in the 1930s, and <laughs> that, you've had all this time to see it, and you haven't seen it yet, so why don't I just spoil it for you? Yeah. Those what? three guys act <laughs> yeah. real kooky.
3: Harpo <laughs> slides down a backdrop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Harpo's physical. Groucho's verbal. Oh, that Chico. He's quite a rascal.
1: Anyway. Chico. If I was you, I'd be like, oh, come on. And then you'd start telling everybody, you're like, you know what? I'd be saying, oh, I really wanted to watch Night at the Opera, and then Conan ruined it for me. And you make it all serious, like, I really ruined something. Because you like being the victim sometimes, and it infuriates me. (laughs) You're such a baby.
0: Man, Sony, you are legitimately getting angry about this. I am. You are legitimately getting angry about it. I I will admit, I wasn't that interested (laughs) in Blown Away, (laughs) I didn't care. And when you spoiled Uh, the ending, I decided to go for it, and you got real hot under the collar, and you know that you and your mother have anger issues.
1: Oh, my God. Why are you bringing my mom into this? I
0: didn't know that for a fact. I just assumed. I've heard you on the phone with her. It sounds like two Draculas fighting over a cookie.
1: You're awful. (laughs) You're so- (laughs) Gru, grá. Gri grá, grú. I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't understand what you're saying half the time. Do you and your mother fight in Armenian ever? Yes. Okay, I'm telling you, it sounds like two Draculas arguing. <sighs> oh I'm going to bite that neck. No, I'm going to bite that neck. I will bite the neck. No, you will bite. it's my neck. I saw it first.
1: Are you making fun of the Armenian no, language? No,
0: I'm making... Listen, this is not me making... You have making, to
1: be careful. No, I
0: don't, because I'm just saying that all languages sound interesting to people. I'm sure when I talk to my mother and go,
1: Ah, oh, mither, how are you? Remember the old country
0: when we had the potatoes And we drink the Guinness and eat the potatoes. I'm sure you're... Welcome to make fun of me. Okay. So, you know, we're all the same underneath.
1: Listen, if you haven't watched Blown Away, it is a really great show.
0: Okay. I, I really mean, I haven't. unfortunately I can't watch it now because you told me the ending. Can well, you th- even repeat back who wins? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember their name.
1: You also kinda gave it away when you're like, oh, I can't believe so and so won because there's obvious people uh, who you don't do think. that.
0: Now you're gonna spoil well, it for other you, people.
1: You did it.
0: Sona? I'm sorry. Th- uh, you're getting way too. You get very angry, and then you lose control.
1: I, you know what? I do. I do get angry. I used to get yellow cards a lot when I was playing dodgeball, and I had to what? stop You had yellow cards in yeah. dodgeball? They do. They they make Wait, me sit out the game, and can, I, I would get really upset. I almost started a fist fight. This what? is true. Oh,
0: oh, tell player. them the Wait. name of your dodgeball team. Oh, this is an adult oh. league. Yeah, yeah. It's an adult oh. league, but tell them the name of your dodgeball team.
1: Arsenio Balls. <laughs>
0: Her dodgeball team was Arsenio Balls, and they would give her—this is what amazes me. She has a real temper, and she—it's a sport where the whole idea is to throw something at the other side so hard that it hits them in the face, and they fall down. And she was committing fouls. (laughs) She was committing transgressions. What were your fouls?
1: Nothing. I just got mouthy. You also, you're not supposed to cross the line because oh. it's very, uh, yeah, it's it's like um, aggressive, and I I cross the line a few times, like because there's a line in the middle, and if you walk past it, people think that you're going to start a fight. I'm going to start bringing yellow
3: and red cards to this podcast because both of you guys cross the line sometimes. Frankly,
0: I don't. I think I'm always you certainly cool and do. collected. No, I do not. No, never have. No, I am called... The Iceman, I oh. I run very cool. I am cool to the touch. Sony, you get angry. I you, do. you Yes, thank you for admitting it.
1: I am gonna admit it. We were in a do restaurant
0: you? once with uh, one of your friends. And Veronica. Veronica, and I was having a dinner, this is in New York, with you and your friend Veronica. And there was practically no one else in the restaurant except uh, an older gentleman way across the room. And at one point he just said, shh, because you were speaking oh kind of loudly. And, no. and, and she said, are you serious? Are you serious? Uh. And she's at a table with me. <laughs> The story the next day is going to be Conan O'Brien loses it. Not
1: I I don't like how you changed the the story to make me look crazy sometimes. Oh. He yelled, he was like, shh, very aggressively from across the restaurant. He was
0: 110 years old. He was wearing a Confederate general's (laughs) costume. And
1: I said to him, I was like, are you serious? And then I said, there's a nice way to say it. good
0: for you. I don't think I changed the story that much, did I? You
1: made it sound as though he was like, oh, please, like, shh. But he was so awful there's the way he only, shushed.
0: There's only so loud you
3: can shush.
1: No, he shushed you, like a dick. He was a he was <laughs> such a dick when he shushed.
3: Wow. Well,
1: I hate this segment.
3: Do you want Would it, Would you feel better if you spoiled some more endings for Conan?
1: Yes, off mic. I can bleep him. Really?
3: Yeah. Not
0: have really. you seen the end of the Mandalorian? No. Good, they haven't put it out yet. I love Baby Yoda.
1: Why would I? How would I have seen it if they haven't put it out yet?
0: I don't know, you gotta get advanced copies sometimes because I'm revered in the industry and they send them to me and you watch them. George Lucas sends me most things before they're ever shown to the public.
1: I don't think that's true. I've never seen him send you anything.
0: He sends them under an assumed name. His name is Luke Georges. (laughs) 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 And uh, he sends them to me same thing with Steven Spielberg, who's spiel Steven big, <laughs> and they send me things because they want to see how what I think of them. What has
3: he sent that, that we haven't seen yet?
0: Like, oh, lots of cool things! Like what? I'm really interested. <laughs>
1: oh, oh. Lots of cool. Yeah. Things. yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. First of all, I'm
3: buying it, and second of all, give it to me.
0: Oh, it's like a Gulliver's Travels that they did. Uh, the two of them, Lucas and Spielberg, oh. did a version of Gulliver's Travels. Except, in, rather than being really big, he's really small, and the little people are really big. <laughs> And uh, it takes place in Detroit in the 50s
1: Have you seen the new Star Wars?
0: No, that dates the, this podcast and I like this to be evergreen
1: Oh, yeah. do you have tickets to see it? Uh, yeah, Thursday night Me too Oh, where are you going? going? I'm going to Burbank
0: I'm going to Arc like Pasadena Oh, okay, cool yeah. yeah, my my son and my daughter are going Oh yeah?
3: Yeah What are you doing? You know, I'm
1: gonna going to
0: read a
3: book oh, Star Wars? The novelization of Rise of Skywalker?
0: Yes yeah. <laughs>
3: It was written by Henry David Thoreau <laughs> In
0: 1855
3: <laughs> Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, with Sonam Obsession and Conan O'Brien as himself. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. The show is engineered by Will Becton. in association with
1: Earwolf. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced
0: Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread.
3: If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change
0: your life.